Hi everyone, welcome to Style Recognizes Style. If you've never been here before, my name is Tori and this is my fashion podcast. Here I discuss a topic weekly within the fashion industry or in fashion overall. Before we get into today's episode, make sure to follow me on whatever streaming platform you're listening on. And on Instagram at style, recognize style. So you can stay updated and get reminders for when the podcast will be up. So you can vote on what should I cover on the podcast, etc., etc. Keep up with fashion current events. And the podcast will be posted weekly on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. So today's topic is why do we feel the need to label everything? Specifically, different fashion aesthetics slash groups. I believe that a large driving force behind this is TikTok. Between the weird girl aesthetic, clean girl aesthetic, party girl fashion aesthetic, mama mia core, the fem cell girl blogger 2008, female manipulator aesthetic, old money aesthetic, and plaza core, how is anyone supposed to keep up? And what does any of that even mean? What is the clean girl aesthetic? You know? So I find that Gen Z, I'm not saying everyone in Gen Z, I'm also Gen Z, tends to take parts of an already defined slash developed aesthetic and tries to create a whole new aesthetic based on one small difference. Most of these aesthetics are old aesthetics repackaged under new names or like there's one thing different versus, you know, the first aesthetic. And so then it becomes a whole new aesthetic. People rename it because of this one thing, thinking that that makes it so different. Um, And I've been seeing that happen a lot recently, so let's just get into that. For example, somehow the female manipulator group, (laughs) which is a really funny name, I think. Female manipulator group, which is really just an updated version of the 2014 Tumblr girl, is now being recategorized as fem cells. In reality, all three of these aesthetics have very little differences, especially the female manipulators and fem cells. The only reason I think there's even a slight difference with those versus the 2014 Tumblr girl is because of new content that's come out in the last eight years, such as, for example, the book My Year of Rest and Relaxation, right? That wouldn't be the 2014 Tumblr girl because it wasn't popular at that time. I don't think it was published, but I don't know. So I'm backing off on that note. But it became popularized last year. And I honestly, I don't think it was out in 2014. But so aside from that new media or any of the new media that's come out since 2014, 2015, they're virtually the same and consume the same media such as Black Swan, Girl Interrupted, The Virgin Suicides, all that kind of stuff. Why exactly do we do this repackaging? I'm not quite sure. Maybe because, you know, certain people 
in the time period where, you know, for example, like 2014 Tumblr girl, right? Someone who was a little kid at the time didn't experience that and they're not going to, they, I mean, they might if they have fashion history context slash remember it. Oh, I'm giving 2014 Tumblr girl vibes, but if not, I guess we're coming up with these, you know, names to distinguish it in present tense times, but it's like, I don't, I don't think that there's the need to do that. So, in the article, What is the Weird Girl Aesthetic? Rodriguez states, It favors pieces that don't exactly go together but work anyway. Think a baby tee paired with a mini skirt, then add leg warmers, then a knit hat, then top it all off with some dad sneakers. So, the thing that I've, I've been seeing, the thing that inspired me to even do this in the first place, A, was the female manipulator, femcel, girl blogger, 2014 Tumblr, that whole thing. And then seeing the weird girl aesthetic pop up um, recently, because I've been seeing all these articles about the weird girl aesthetic, how to have the weird girl aesthetic, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know why it's popping up as something that's some new fashion aesthetic. Now, honestly, fashion students at FIT and Parsons have been dressing in mismatched clothing, mixed patterns, and contrasting colors since, like, well, I I started FIT in 2017, like, late 2017, early 2018. So I, that's when I started seeing that really happen. Um, but, like, really in 2018, like, my freshman and sophomore year, end of my freshman year, beginning of my sophomore year that's when I really saw that's starting to become popular and so I I don't know why now we're like bringing this up like this is something brand new that people haven't been doing like you know it's kind of like Carrie Bradshaw also kind of did that like in the 90s no one was saying oh Carrie Bradshaw and her weird weird girl aesthetic also if someone like named something after like like if I you know had a very distinct sense of style and someone said that I I like called it the weird girl aesthetic I would feel a little slighted I'm not gonna lie but (laughs) so that's I'm kind of confused as a like with that as well because why are we acting like this is something new like people have been doing this you know and now there's all these articles and I'm just like, I don't, I don't understand why we're like repackaging this as the weird girl aesthetic and like it's something new as if students haven't been like abstractly representing themselves and like even just people in general. I've just seen it mostly with fashion students. Um, but I guess maybe because it's become popularized like generally like in the population instead of like m- more of a niche specific thing. Maybe that's why we're categorizing it like that. But also, with this look, I wouldn't say that this look is about what brands you wear or what aesthetic you follow, but is really about the styling. I would I would say there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's just about layering contrasting garments in an abstract way. And it's become popular in the high fashion crowd as well. So The Cut wrote that article that I quoted from before, And the article 
Credits TikToker Alyssa Mosley and fashion commentator Mina Lay for naming Heaven the driving force behind the popularity of the aesthetic. Um, I, I would agree with that. I think this generally made this type of styling mainstream. But the fashion scene was already on to it, baby. But yeah, so I just today wanted to chat with you guys about like, you know, why do we repackage these things? Like a lot of these kind of things can fall under different categories, like I guess a broader category. Um, maybe people just want to super niche it down, which I understand to some aspect, but like Plaza Core, like, you know, I don't think we got to get that specific. Like, I think we would get the vibe if, you know, from a more general, like, oh, the preppy, like, you could say snooty niche, um, rich preppy city girl old money vibes. Like, and we would all know what you're talking about. Actually, most people would not, but I would know what you're talking about. But like plaza core i'm like why do we have to make everything into these little this core that core old money aesthetic new money aesthetic schmoo money aesthetic you know so let me know if you guys actually though want me to do a review slash informational video on mark jacobs brand heaven i discuss the clientele the inspiration behind heaven the brand aesthetic and why it's such a big hit heaven has been huge in the fashion crowds people either love or hate it i'm whatever i really love some things because mark jacobs you know makes my grunge moments that i enjoy some plaid looks mixing patterns but i'm not into like baby tees or the little stuffed bears or like that's just not my vibe so let me know if i should do that comment on my instagram and let me know if that's a video anyone would want to see Overall, I think we're making this all a little too complicated. We don't need to rename the 24 Tumblr girl aesthetic to waif, to female manipulator aesthetic, to femcel. I just think it's too much. There's nothing wrong with the resurfacing of old aesthetics, but we don't need to repackage them and make it as though it's a brand new thing. It's just my opinion, but also I just think it's redundant because there's so many times now that I'll just see on Twitter or on TikTok someone, you know, will post something and everyone's like, wait, isn't this just the 2014 Tumblr girl? And it's like, it is. It literally is. So the topic for next week is the Matilda Jurf effect. And... She is a influencer and also runs a clothing brand called Jerf Avenue. And I think they have some really cute stuff. I've never bought anything, but I've, I've been peeping at buying it. Also, her hair is beautiful. I'm pretty sure she's one of the Dyson, Dyson rap girls. But also, again, not sure. But I've just seen so many people talking about, like, how much they love her and just seeing people clearly take inspiration from her. So I just thought that I could cover that for the girls that love Matilda Jurf, right? So make sure to follow me on here, wherever you're listening, and on Instagram at style, recognize, style, style, recognize, 
style to keep updated with when I post. Bye, guys.